to another episode of the Puckology Podcast. Uh, thank you all for joining us again. Episode 17. Mm, Dale, how 17. You I love 17. That's Dale. my number, if you didn't know. Dale's favorite number, 17. <laughs> how are you? Everyone good? I hope uh, all this COVID stuff's kind of going behind us a little bit here and uh, kind of get on with our lives a little bit. Yeah. Uh, well, I know, uh, what is it, stage two is commencing now or some Three. Phase two. Stage three? Phase three? Whatever. All right. We're well, in phase two right now. I didn't think there should be phases. I think it should be over a long time ago. But anyways, here the we only are. Pro- the only problem with everything is that people are scared of the second wave because everyone sees what's happening in the States right now and Florida okay. has... Yeah, the States, there, there's an issue. Like, I'm going yeah. there in September <laughs> and, like, I'm very excited about it. But at the same time, they're just idiots. Yeah, I know. Like, there's just some really, really uh, stupid people yeah. that go there. So, um... I don't know, like a second wave, I understand it and all that, but whatever. We'll just keep going the way we're going. We're doing well. So far, the cases are down, the numbers are down. Um, today on the podcast, we're going to do something a little different. Um, Dale and I sat down and we figured we'd do a little debate today. Uh, we got five topics we're going to talk about in minor hockey, and Dale and I kind of disagreed on pretty much all of them. So mm-hmm. we're going to share our input with you on that. Uh, before we start anything, and you're though, gonna let, let us know who's right. Yeah, you'll. We want to <laughs> hear feedback after this podcast is out, and we want to hear who you think, uh, whose side you're on. Yeah, so exactly. Give us feedback and tell us, tell us what you think. Before we start, though, um, on Instagram yesterday we released a podcast logo. Um, big shout out to Charlie Cunio. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he designed a that logo for us and it turned out couple clicks yeah. couple clicks <laughs> that logo turned out amazing for uh for us and we got very good feedback on it and people loved it and uh so big again big thanks to char yeah absolutely uh charlie's like vin said he, he's, he uh created our pathology hockey logo the original and uh now he did an awesome job like just an amazing job on on this podcast logo i mean we look like you look at actually yeah, yeah da- like dale literally looks identical They're, like my something's wrong with like my eyebrows i think but like <laughs> it still looks like me but dale's literally spot identical on. yeah and it's just really cool to see and something else we can use right and you guys seem to love it i mean yeah. we got a lot of good feedback on that when we talked about feedback so yeah just uh, excited to have that now it's just another thing absolutely and uh that, that'll be on like i said that's our podcast kind of logo and mm-hmm. so when you go look at us up on whatever Apple Podcast, wherever you listen to our podcast from, you'll see that logo there now. Um, along with the Puckology Hockey logo, that's that'll be on our jerseys and stuff like that. Oh God, yeah. Um, one more thing we got before we get into this debate here, we got the we're doing another one of those NHL trivia quizzes. So the way we're gonna w- work it this time is we'll say the questions on here today. Um, just kind of to introduce it. 
but we're gonna put it on our Instagram story at underscore fuckology underscore. Um, so it'll be up there for those questions will be up there for 24 hours. Answer them to the best of your abilities. Then we'll tally up all the all the votes we get in, and then we'll pick a winner and go from there. Yeah, exactly. You'll see uh, what you get. Exactly. <laughs> you don't want to give it away. But uh, anyways, yeah, we got a lot of debate going on today. So hope you guys enjoy. Like Vince said, we disagreed a bunch before we uh, turned the microphone on. So we hope you guys uh, feel the same way and feel free to share your opinions with us too on Instagram, on uh, any social media platform. That's what we're here for. Absolutely. So we'll get right into it here. The first question I guess we have asked is, do you agree with the age of body contact in hockey? So right now, (laughs) body contact in Ontario for like Ontario hockey is minor bantam. They start minor random. So, so am, I, am I gonna? You want me to go first? You can go first, dude. Okay, hold on. Let me grab a gummy worm. <laughs> That's gonna be a long conversation. Those <laughs> <laughs> gummy worms. That was horrible. So, body contact and minor bantam. Minor bantam. You are in grade eight, correct? So, how old are you? Uh, Thirteen years old. Uh, yes, twelve, thirteen. Yeah, or thir- yeah, thirteen. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. As I eat this gummy worm, you know, I think it really should be a lot lower than that. Because when we started playing hockey, what age did we start around Adam, maybe? I think it was, well, I was weird because when I first started minor Adam, I was hitting. When I played yeah, you were, you were you're up, right? When mm-hmm. I played 98, they moved minor Adam where you could hit. Then they moved it to minor peewee, and now it's minor Bantam. Yeah. So we started minor peewee. Minor peewee. So now... Fast forward how many years later, and it's two years later that kids are learning how to hit. See, I think that's a problem because the older you get, obviously the bigger people get, and if you don't know how to hit when you're playing against kids that have grown a couple feet in the last, like, summer, you're going to get hurt real bad. And if you're not taught that at a young age, I think it's just a skill that you're not going to be able to have in the game. And as much as people say, like, oh, hitting... Hitting isn't in the game anymore, blah, blah, blah. It is. Like, it's part of the game, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's part of the game. I think it always will be, no matter how, the people, how many people say, no, you know, injuries this, injuries that. But hitting will always be. And, and if anyone knows, I'm a little biased because it's just the way I like to play. Absolutely. I like to play a little physical. So, yeah, I think it should be lower. And, and I think it'll work the reverse. Like people saying, oh, hitting, having hitting is going to cause injury. But... Realistically, if you teach people at a young age, and if they're educated on it, then you're going to prevent injury. Right. right? I think my my aspect out of it was, I kind of like where it's at, like the minor bantam. It's, it's at that weird age where kids are growing, like kids are hitting puberty, and if they're hitting in like peewee, let's say like some kids could be like grown already. Mm-hmm. And I was one of those kids that was... Small kid, like I hit puberty, like I graduated grade eight at four eleven. Yeah, remember that? I know, you didn't have armpit hair. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> that was funny. I didn't have anything. Didn't hit. Didn't even start hitting puberty till like grade nine. So playing hockey, like playing triple A hockey, then there was hitting involved, and obviously, like if you're a smaller kid like I was, you gotta you gotta find a, figure out a way to like stay mm-hmm. involved in the game and yeah, um, kind of keep doing stuff in the game that's helpful for your team, helpful for you. But I like where it's at because in my when you get to that age of minor bantam, it's kind of like people almost like 
start all start growing. Yeah. And they're all kind of at the same level. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that same level as in like height wise and weight wise, and I just think that it's I don't want to say fair because it's hockey's like it's a sport, it's a contact yeah, exactly. sport, and hitting is one hundred percent part of hockey. I agree with you in, in the aspect of that you need to learn how to take a hit to make a play and mm-hmm. take a hit to like do stuff during hockey during while you play, but I just think that at that age, it's at a good age right now where people or kids are almost at the same level ish kind of. like obviously there's going to be yeah, a handful of kids that are those kids like me that are like seven feet tall and there's whatever. kids like me that were not big at all and there was kids like not even you. Like yeah, other no, kids, like, like that kids were, that are just late that hit puberty, yeah, hit puberty early, and they're just they're there just to hit. That's mm-hmm. the that's the only part I disagreed with when it came to like body contact in hockey. Like the kids that were playing triple A hockey or double A hockey that were there just to hit kids around. <laughs> like you, you, if you stink at hockey, like <laughs> and you shouldn't be there, you don't be there. Like if you're not there just to hit and run around like a goon. Yeah, like, I get what you're saying, like, the advantages, like, kids have in size and stuff to yeah. get them in a place where, you know, a more talented kid should be, but what I, like, when I was learning to hit and all that, like, for me, it wasn't so much about giving hits, it was about learning how to take it and being able to protect myself or exactly. reverse the hit. That's exactly what I had to do, right? Because I was, yeah. like, we were smaller guys and we had to figure out how to, like, yeah. adjust. Exactly. Like, when I was younger, I still do it and it dies every time, every time you see that I'll play possum. So yeah. I'll be at the blue line with the puck, and, like, I'm just holding on it for the extra second because I see this guy coming to run me, and he thinks, I'm not the tallest guy, so they think, you know, that it might be a little free hit. I'll dump the puck in or just give a sweet dish to Vin so he'll score, because <laughs> that's all I do. I just pass to Vin. And uh, I'll just reverse the hit. And, like, that, for me, I think, I just think it's more valuable to learn at a younger age. Right. And that's just my opinion. Like, obviously, we disagree, but that's fine. But, um, like, at a young and. The fact that you're playing at a younger age, because obviously the more the older you get, the more important the years become. Right. Exactly. Like we, you, you tell me this all the time, and this is something we do agree on: is every year at a certain point is the most important year of your life. Yeah. Like, from I would say probably like minor midget, or Bantam to minor midget, yeah. is like when it starts to become every single year is the most important year of your life. Because what you do during that year is what you're gonna do next year. Next year, the following year, exactly. And, like, I just think if you can start being prepared at a younger age, it'll just be easier for you. Because you start at minor Bantam, you only got two years till your draft year. Yeah. And you just picked up, like, this skill of hitting and, and learning how to play in this contact sport. Right. So, that's just that's just my take on That's fair. On like, contact. Like we said at the beginning, we want we want to hear feedback and what, what you believe. Um, so, if you, if you think hitting is... At a good age, let us know. If you think hitting should be starting earlier, let us know too. We, we would love to hear your opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, now we'll kind of we'll go to the next question here. Uh, little touchy subject, depends who you ask, who you feel here. But, yeah. Um, Gotta love controversy. Do you believe, you can go first, I'll ask you, okay. and then take your... Do you believe in parent coaching? And how does it affect members of the team if there is a parent coach behind the bench? Okay, um, so like, no secret. Like my dad coached me when I was young. Um, I've played on teams with parent coaches, like pretty much all the way up. Um, seen it in juniors. So like, so for me, really, I don't think uh, there's much harm. Now, the second half of that question, 
um, how does it affect the teammates? So, in my opinion, like, if you have a parent coach and you can see that the kids clearly can't compete yeah. at that level, then, you know, it raises eyebrows. But I played places where there's a parent coach and they're coaching to win. Mm-hmm. Their kid may be on the team, but he's not out for the last two minutes. Yeah. He's not in situations he shouldn't be or she shouldn't be. Uh, so for me, like when I see parent coach, yeah, you know, I, I think it's okay. All like however old you are, it doesn't matter really. Like all the way through juniors that, that we've seen. Uh, and it depends on the person. Like if, if you can see that your kid isn't, you know, maybe he's at that level, yeah. maybe he's a bottom feeder, but he shouldn't be in certain situations. Then don't put him. Don't put him exactly. And not, you know, if you if you follow that kind of code and that moral code of, of hockey, yeah. if you're coaching to win. Nah, I think it's okay. That's I agree with you in that sense. It's if you ha- if you are a parent coach behind the bench, you need to know where that your your kid on the team there is not your kid. Yeah. When you're behind the exactly. bench, it's a player on your team. Yeah. So if you shouldn't be putting him or her in that situation if they don't deserve to be. And I think that's the biggest problem with it. But I also agree with you. Like, I don't, I don't mind parent, like parent coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's, it's up to a certain age where kids need to have like that coach thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, you know, you, you're okay. Say your son, you coach your son right from minor Adam. And say you coach a minor Adam, Adam, minor Pee Wee, all the way up. He goes, finishes minor midget, cracks a junior team. He cracks a junior team, walks to the rink, looks behind the bench, and his dad's not there. Or his mom's not there. Yeah. It's different. Like, it's a different feel. I just think that if up to a certain age, you gotta... It's okay to coach your kid up to a certain age. Because then at some point, he's gotta be like, okay, bye dad, hi coach. Yeah. Kind of thing. For sure. Like, I I understand completely what you're saying because we talk a lot about how hockey and minor hockey and just everything about hockey can be translated to everyday life, and that's why when you go get a job and you're older and, and there's a lot of people that see, oh, you're a hockey player or yeah. you play to some sort of sport, you have this this understanding of authority, right? Mm-hmm. So, like like you say, like when your dad's not behind the bench, your mom's not behind the bench, like it's like you have a boss and you're right. 10 years old. Exactly. So, like, I, I get that. That's just, I think it's up to... Up to a certain age when hockey's like, my dad's. Oh, my dad told me when I was playing. He said, "Hockey's gonna feel like a job when you get older," and he was absolutely right, one hundred percent. So when, when you're at that age, like you're you're just starting, you're Adam, you're minor Adam, you're minor Pee Wee, Pee Wee, like you're just kind of getting into the groove of things, and then you hit minor Bantam, and minor Bantam's like your big three years. Yeah. Peewee's like your transition, minor Bantam, Bantam, minor Midget, like your big three years, right? I just think going into minor Bantam, Bantam, minor Midget, I think you should have that authority figure behind the bench that's not your father. Yeah. So you can have, like, accountability. Like, it's just like, okay, yeah, it's like it's still, like, as much as you guys could say, like, it's, like, I coach, like, my son, I coach mm-hmm. him as another player. Yeah. Like maybe you do, maybe you don't. Like I don't know if you do, but yeah. I like it's it's hard. Like we'll I'm come out and watch you. We'll tell you. I'm assuming you don't, because like at the end of the day, that is like your flesh and blood right there. Yeah, exactly. So like I just think that up to a certain age, you should, you can like you can coach. There's nothing wrong with coaching at up to a certain age, but then you gotta let go. I think. Yeah, to that point too, uh, having your kid, you know, 
in the second part of that question again. Members of the team, how it affects them, how does it affect your kid? Right. Right, because at a certain age, they're going to realize that, you know, if they're not up to par at that level, then, you know, kids aren't stupid. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're going to see, and, and they might not tell you, but they'll be able to see, and, and who knows, maybe even members of the team are going to let them know. Yeah, there's exactly. a lot of tripping that goes on in a hockey hockey locker room, so. 100%. And, and stuff I, like that. To go back to that second part of the question there, it, like you just said, it 100% affects the team more. Not moral, but uh, uh, kids, yeah, kids moral, like, yeah. kids know. Like, they're not stupid. Yeah. Even from a young age, they know. Well, even, even shit, like, when uh, you're on a team and you know a guy shouldn't be playing in a certain situation and there's just deals that are made and that affects the morale of the team. 100%. Like, you know, when you're, when you're trying to score a goal in the last minute of the game to tie and go into OT and, like, there's someone on that you know should not be on the ice, not even that you should be on over them, it's just for the benefit should, of the team, that should person be. shouldn't be on the ice, the whole team is going to look up and be like, what is going on? Yeah. Like, there's something else here. Absolutely. It'll fa- it affects it tremendously and it happens more often when you're older so that's why i say up to a certain age i think yeah that's that you know what a lot of people get confused about politics and hockey honestly gets in our in my experience at least i don't know if you feel the same but it gets worse as you get older 100 percent. it all like it actually gets worse. you'd think it'd get better because you understand more yeah you you think it'd get better because you know like parents aren't involved anymore because kids are older but it is it's worse. It's because you understand. If you ask your parents, well, what happened in, like, when I was eight years old playing wherever I was playing, was this stuff going on? Yeah, you just didn't hear it. You just didn't understand yeah, exactly. what was going on. Yeah. So it happens. It's there. Just, I think up to a certain age, you're okay. Um, so we'll go the next question here. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you now. Oh, God. <laughs> Should kids be using top-of-the-line equipment at a young age? All right. Again, <laughs> again, I'm gonna say up to a certain age. Let me let me mm-hmm. let me explain. <laughs> so, I was always one to like want the best sticks, the best skates, all that stuff. Like every one, kid. Yeah, like I was always at, like we went to Detroit one time for a tournament. And there was like the top of the line new Warriors like I wanted. My yeah, dad yeah, said yeah. no when I threw a fit. <laughs> So like there was always like a little Vinny. I've always wanted I've always wanted the top of the line, top of the line stuff. And my dad was right in saying that like you don't need at eight years old and nine years old and ten years old, you don't need a three hundred dollar hockey stick. You're not strong enough to bend it. Yeah. You're not strong enough to <laughs> do whatever you want with it. So when you're like eight, nine, ten, eleven years old, twelve years old, maybe sticks you as you get older, you buy the top of the line one. But skates, mm-hmm. I've never had top of the line skates in my life. I had them this past year, and that's it. I've never had, like, I've... The, C- the tax. I've worn CCM my whole life, mm-hmm. skates. And I've never had the top of the line one. Yeah. Never. No. You don't need... And I thought I had a pretty good career. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't... Well, like, it's just, like... It, I don't understand, like, when you go to hockey life, wherever you are to shop for skates or anything, like, you look at the top-line skates, they're, like, $1,000, and then the one under is 600 Yeah. And the difference... What's the difference? The difference is there's one red stripe that's in the top-of-the-line yeah. one, and it's not in the yeah. bottom-of-the-line, or the second one. Like, a what? Like, I'm not... Don't, like, don't misunderstand me insane. Okay, I'll give you an example. There's CCM 80Ks. 
that I wore. I lied before. I wore top of the line skates this my final year of junior. Me too. The same. But ADK, I wore CCM Ribcore ADK. Okay. Then going down, there's like 78k, uh, like 70k, and there's like all the way down. So I'm not saying go instead of getting the 80k at the top of the line, don't go like get 25k from 10 <laughs> years ago. Yeah. No. Get like the 70k. There's literally nothing wrong with them. There's probably no difference, really. There's literally no difference. The yeah. only reason I got them was just because, like, whatever, it happened. Yeah. But there's, I swear to you kids, like, this is for all the kids and parents, if you're listening and you want to relay a message to your kids, you don't need skates for sure. You don't need the top, top of the line ones. No. If you're willing to do it, go right ahead. Like, I'm not telling you not to, but if it's not, like... There's always there's a saying I learned in hockey. It's not the weapon, it's the warrior. Yeah. Is that why you use a warrior stick? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's not the weapon, it's the and Vic Vessio told me that one. And yeah, he was on true. he was on the pod uh, a few weeks back. It's not the weapon, it's the warrior, which means you can have a seven hundred dollar skates and a three hundred dollar stick. Yeah. But if you stink, you stink. So <laughs> you stink. that's not you stink. That's not gonna make you a better player. Yeah. At the end of the day, it won't. Well, my opinion is just like it's just silly. Like when we're like we used to work at NTR Richmond Hill through our high school years as a part time job, and we used to see some like learn to skate kids come in with like two hundred dollars sticks and like, yeah. they can't even hold it. Yeah, and it's like to us, it's like it, it, we just can't understand that because growing up, we had the same kind of upbringing where it was like you don't need it. Yeah. Why do, why do you have to like, you just don't need it it's unnecessary why do you have to have it and uh, to Vin's point like I never had top of line skates or anything till probably my last year junior mm-hmm. I when I got the or the CCM super tax like this whatever AS, S1 AS1, AS1 yeah see I don't even know the name I just <laughs> I just wear <laughs> but um, I like that actually first time I switched to CCM yeah, skates CCM, wow. pretty nice not, not gonna lie but um uh yeah, so the thing about getting top of the line stuff is, and I know Vin can vouch for this too, is even sticks, equipment, all that stuff. You probably didn't get it till you know you had the, you were good enough to have the connection where you're at least at the bare minimum getting a discount. Yeah, because like you're probably getting them for free, but you, you, I don't want to go buy a three hundred dollars stick if I have to pay three hundred dollars for it. Yeah. No chance. Like there's that no way. So you know you. You get, you get to the point where you work hard enough and you put yourself in a position where you're a good enough player where people want to make deals with you and, and make you happy and to, to play where you want to play. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's good. As long as you're making the deal yourself, uh, then I don't see a problem in that. And that's when I, I say you can have uh, some top-line stuff. Because as a kid, there's absolutely no need. Like I, I used a straight blade. Mm-hmm. Straight blade wouldn't stick for about like three my first three years of hockey. Yeah. I look like an absolute bender. It was like I look back at pictures. I'm like, why the heck? I'm like, like, why do I look like this? It's embarrassing. But like, hey, like Vince said, like I don't think I had a bad career. Yeah. And uh, that's what we did. So like, I, I just don't see these new kids. Like, I get the excitement. Like, don't get us wrong. Like, yeah. we wanted all the best stuff, but it's just you don't need it. You just bottom line. You kids don't need are kid right now. Kids, you guys are blind right now to like the new stuff. Like, I want the new things and. They were never like that too. Like we know, 
we know the exact feeling you're feeling when you see a new stick come out or yeah. new skates. But hey, also hockey's getting a lot more expensive. So top of the line skates when we were younger were about five hundred bucks. Now they're like twelve hundred. Yeah, I know it's insane. So there's a big difference, right? It's insane. But one more thing on that with age. I'm, I'm going to talk specifically about hockey sticks right now. I think with age, there is... You feel a difference with sticks. Yeah. So, once you get to, like, that junior level or above, and you're good enough, you've worked hard enough to earn that privilege, help, privilege yeah. and yeah. help to, like, get those sticks, mm-hmm. you'll notice a difference. But only because you're bigger, you're stronger... You can bend the stick better. You can like you feel it better. Like it's, you just yeah. understand the game more, yeah. right? Don't get me wrong. You're putting up 30, 40 points. Like yeah, you deserve a, right. a pretty good stick. Like, you yeah. know, you need something to use. I don't know. I just you don't need. Don't be blinded by the new lights and stuff. Because trust me, it's, it's like it's not worth yeah, it. Yeah, like not really. They break anyway, especially <laughs> warriors. Always on that thirty-first day. Oh my god! In midget men, midget. I had the remember the warrior widows. Yeah, I broke like twenty-seven. I yeah, think, I think exactly twenty-seven sticks 27 in one year. It was insane. <laughs> Every game, I Every broke. Every game, I broke a stick. That was like I <laughs> just see him cringing in the stands, like holy shit. <laughs> that was um, funny. All right, we'll move on to the next question here. So, a little backstory on it: minor hockey, all games, for the most part, end in ties. Should minor hockey put overtime into games in the regular season? Mm, I don't see. I don't see why. No. I mean, uh, like I've been through it. You've been through it. I think it worked okay. Uh, the only thing for me that I would say is a little weird was that when I played in the OMHA when we did playoffs, you guys the G had best of seven, like it was in the NHL or first to eight points. First to eight points, yeah. And uh, we had a best of five, so first to six points. And for me, if we're going to remove ties, I would say you remove it during playoff time because there was a series where, like, you know, you go, like, two wins apiece. Everyone's at, we're both at four points. And then game five, we tie. And, and now we're going to play game six. Like, yeah. That doesn't make sense. I had a couple of those, too. Like, that, that to me didn't make sense. But, I mean, during the regular season, whatever, ties a tie, one point each, and you get to see at the end of the end of the year where what, what that does for you, right? Yeah. So. If I were to change it, it would be around. It'd be for playoff time, because like that to me didn't make sense. I remember actually a good buddy of ours, R G, uh, came on the pod. He told this story, but yeah. uh, it was game six because of that situation happened. Uh, two wins apiece, and we tied game five, so we had to go to game six, and I had the game on game on the twig. <laughs> maybe it's because I didn't have a top line stick. Maybe that's, <laughs> maybe that's why I didn't bury. But I had a wide open net, and R G was a goalie for the other team, and he just robbed me. Yeah, he told that story. I'm gonna get a little emotional, so I'll pass it to Vin. I think I'm I like the overtime thing for the regular season. Like okay, so I had in the playoffs I had games like that too, but we went to Pez of eight, so we went to game eight. Yeah, it's weird. It was it was ridiculous. But I had a few of those. But I think in the regular season I would like to see GTHL and OMH eight run like run at a five minute overtime and if still no one scores then call it a tie. A three on three? Yeah. That'd be kinda crazy. Just kinda like just a little little more excitement to the game, like the thing I hated was when, so say you were playing, I was like, say you're on a good team, first, second place team, and you're playing like a bottom feeder, and that team had a hell of a game, best game of their lives, best game of the season, and you guys played down to their level, and 
somehow it ended in a 1-1 tie. Like, you take... Do you take that game to overtime? You win the game. But yeah. that coach over there is saying, oh, my God, we're, <laughs> if there's, like, two minutes left. We're tied 1-1. Ice, ice the puck. Ice the puck. Yeah, we're tied 1-1 with, like, one of the top teams in the league. I'm going to mm-hmm. play for the tie. Get get my point. Yeah, exactly. So, I just think throw an overtime. Throw a five-minute overtime in there. And then if no one scores, then call it a tie. I just think it'll add more excitement. Kids love overtime. I remember when I grew up, every time we went game with overtime, I loved it. Yeah. Well, I was to that, like, you might be getting me to change my mind a little bit here, but um, <laughs> for me, like, that point brings up a good point of players being put in those situations. So, like, yeah. when you see, when you go into overtime, obviously, you're shortening the bench. Like, Absolutely. no question about it. You got 20 players, you're probably going to go down to about 10. Yeah. You cut half off and run three lines of three on three, whatever it is. And you get to see the top players play in the, in the top situation. Right. And, like, for a scout or someone watch or a parent watching, like, that's just awesome, like you know, yeah. and for the player too, right? You get to see how they react in different situations, and that's pretty cool. So yeah. maybe I'm leaning into your I side. Pulled a bit. I pulled Dale on the the good side. Yeah, I took him <laughs> took him away from the dark side on that one. But yeah, I, I just think it'll be it's so exciting for kids and parents and coaches and everybody watching the game. Um, I just I would love to see, it. especially in the playoffs, man. I hate ties in playoffs. It's so stupid. Yeah, that's why I brought it up. Like. So Who, like you go first to six points, but you go for ties. There was there was one year in the I played in the G, we're in the finals GTHL championships game eight. Yeah, that's so what? stupid. We ended up it's winning, not, whatever. Not, oh yeah, not, not a, <laughs> uh, I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, easy uh, biz. Easy biz. Easy we're coming biz. for it. Spin chicklets. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, we'll go with this last one here. This one we totally disagree on. Should fighting be allowed in minor hockey? Yes. Absolutely. I think fighting... uh, Well, I just don't understand the people, even in the NHL, trying to get rid of fighting. For me, it's, it's nonsense. It's been part of the game for a long time. And I think that at a younger age, if you implement it, like I said before, with contact you'll educate people on the safety measures. And, you know, I know full face mask and minor hockey, all that kind of stuff. The referees get in the way. Like, get the, get the hell out of the way. Get out of, let them go. <laughs> let them fight. You know how many times I get into a little, little scrum yeah. and junior and stuff, and the refs are like, oh, no, don't fight, don't fight. Dude, let them go. Like, just let them chuck them. Yeah, and junior, though. Okay, minor hockey, too. You know how many times I want to beat the crap out of like, some kid? Guys like snowing my goalie. I'm gonna just jersey him and beat the living piss out of him. Like, come on, let him go. I I I am so for it. I'm getting fired up right now. I just want to see it. I just want to see blood flying everywhere, know, broken but... noses, okay, broken knuckles, everything about it. Like, it just fires me up. Maybe it's because I like to play that way, but eh, put it in the game. Let's go. I just don't think. Okay. Like, if I drop them, you're dropping them, and we're going. I don't want a ref in, in sight. Okay, that's not going to happen. In minor hockey especially. Uh, that's the, I think that's the way it should be. They'll never let it happen. Why not? The, the safety precautions to that are ridiculous. Okay, like, obviously at an age limit, like, it has to be, like, I don't know, maybe from, like, ban them on. Ban them to, like, midget, midget, whatever. You know maybe, what I'm saying? Maybe, yeah. Like, obviously you're not going to have kids dropping the mitts when they're, like, four years old. Sorry, I got a phone call there. <laughs> Vince a popular guy. I don't know who this is, man. But, uh, no, for real. Come on. Like, 
all you people listening, if you're telling me you don't want to see your kid absolutely drop some other kid, no, like no, you're a liar. Okay, like like you're t- you can't tell me that when your kid just smokes a, <laughs> like some other random kid. <laughs> what if your kid's the one on the floor? He's not gonna be. I'm gonna tell him. You you get dropped, you're not coming in the car. <laughs> you're walking home with your hockey bag. That's horrible. And your three hundred dollars stick. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> so help me God if you <laughs> if you come home and you get dropped. But I don't know. For me, that's just my opinion. You asked for it, you got it. I disagree. Just because of, I just like like the safety part of it is like, okay, backtrack. Everyone knows off the ice, Vinny's a lover, not a fighter. Everyone knows that. Um, on the ice, even too, wasn't really a fighter. You're not. Yeah. You're so softer than. A- <laughs> I'm not soft. I There's a difference. Oh my god, dude, dude, dude. What? You're soft. No chance. You're okay. Wasn't soft. I just, that soft. wasn't fighting. Wasn't part of my game at all whatsoever. Okay, I got two scenarios. I got a name right now. One. It, well, we've only played together for two years, year and a half. One was in. Uh, we talked about with Patty. Remember uh, when he fought the game against YSC? I didn't fight. This guy got jumped, and he's like. <laughs> Randy got jumped and he was like, you're the guy that wants the ref to be there. Huh? In that situation. You're the guy that wants the ref to be there. If I get jumped from behind, yeah. Oh, dude, I would just chuck him and start beating him. I I can even move. Well, learn how to move. And then... (laughs) Learn how to move. We were playing Stouffville with Markham. And uh, do you remember that time you got, like, jumped behind? You always get jumped. I don't know why. Because they just come from... I didn't even do it. Yeah, I do remember that. And I was on the ice. And then all of a sudden I see it and, like... The puck's, like, in our zone. Yeah, and, and <laughs> this guy's behind the other team's net. Puck's in our zone. I'm a defenseman. I just left our zone because I see this guy getting jumped. I come all racing down the ice. I got two guys I'm, like, dragging to get to Vinny. I'm just fucking pummeling, pummeling. This guy's buckets off. He's not even trying to fight back. I don't even remember. Oh, it was just funny. But anyways, yeah, he's soft. No, I'm not. When I, when I, when I get mad, I'm not. It takes a lot. Okay, yeah, when he gets mad, he's good. But, like, once in a blue moon. <laughs> I don't get mad often. Just agree. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's kind of where we debated should fighting be allowed in hockey. Theo says yes, I say no. Um, Why do you say no? Like I said, the, the whole safety thing, like, Curse. in junior, I feel like junior is different than minor hockey because I feel like, I don't know. I don't know. I just think well, that. Like, really? Okay. They. Fighting is technically allowed in juniors, but... That's not really. No, like, I don't understand. You get five-game suspension if you fight. No. three-game, whatever. After... No. If you fight before t- the 10-minute mark in the third, you're good. No, you're but then there's suspension off. If you take the other guy's helmet, helmet off. off. If you uh, take your helmet off. If, uh, all this stuff. Like, yeah. let him go, bro. I mean, like, in juniors, different, I think. Because junior hockey is a different game than minor hockey. Yeah. So junior hockey, I don't mind it, it being allowed. But minor hockey, I don't think it should be allowed. Anyway, boo. Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, we have that's the end of our debate, by the way. But now we have the quiz aspect, aspect quiz part of the game. (laughs) Quiz part of the game. Quiz part of the. (laughs) Quiz part of the pod. Um. So like I said, we're gonna list off five questions right now. We're gonna put it on our Instagram story. Uh, answer them as best as you can, and uh, we'll just take it from there. We'll announce a winner. 
Um, so we'll just run through them quick now, and then obviously you'll see them in more depth later on. So the first one is who roared to the NHL? Who roared to NHL stardom as the Golden Jet? No idea. <laughs> I actually have no idea. <laughs> yeah, Dave and I gotta do some research. Um, number two, who was the first team to win back to back Stanley Cups? I know, I know that one. You do? Yeah. No idea. <laughs> who is the fastest player in NHL history to reach a thousand career points? Come on. It's, uh, not who, it's not who you're thinking. That's for sure. I'll tell you that for free. Really? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> um, what player set an NHL record with 10 points in a single game? Okay, I know this one. I know this one too. Yeah, I know. Skated with this guy one time. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> uh, last one here, number five. Who was the first player to score 50 goals in one season? I think I know this one. <laughs> I think I have an idea. <laughs> but, yeah, those are the five. Are the, yeah. um, you'll see it on our story today. Yeah, we'll probably post it today. And, uh, you know, answer the most correctly. You know what happens. You win, you win. But if you stink, you stink. If you stink, you stink. Um, anyway, so that's the five there. We had a quick debate there. Now... We go to Ambidextrous for the motivational quote of the week. <laughs> um, yeah, we were just chatting beforehand, and uh, we got a lot of good feedback when we used a Tony Robbins quote. Yeah, so, we, uh, we have a lot that, of yeah. Tony Robbins fans. That guy's a beaut, just like us. It's a bunch of beauties. And uh, anyways, Tony Robbins, a little short one. You ready? I'm okay. ready. Let's hear it. <laughs> your past does not equal your future. Short and sweet, baby. I love it. So no matter what you've done, you can always fix it, get to work, and get her done. <laughs> I love it. That, that one's short and sweet. I like that one. Quick story with the motivational quote one. Vin might be getting a new tattoo, and i getting a quote on my arm. Really? And No, no, no. I'm just saying. I was going to tell. Oh, my I God. If you would have told everyone no. and you were struggling to tell me, I would have been so mad. I was telling Dale what it was, and I was like, you know what? I can't. We were gonna use that one, but then I thought better. So let me get oh, it. I, I'm like, let me get it first, and then. Dude, I actually thought you were gonna <laughs> drop it. I was oh, like, I this be, guy can't be serious. I right can't now. be dropping it right now. Right. You guys will see it though. <laughs> anyway, thanks again for everybody listening. Uh, we appreciate all the support we get from everybody. Um, episodes keep coming. Yeah. Stay exactly. tuned. Stay looking for our. Stay Instagram. tuned. Yeah. Episodes coming. Skates coming. Merch coming, dot, dot, dot. Eyes. Eye emoji. Eye emoji. Anyway, that's it for episode 18. (laughs) No, 17. Episode 17. From the boys in Dale's basement, we say, take it easy. Just hit a button, Morty. Give me a beat. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Um...